There we go. Let's go. I don't, I I don't want to say we're back. I always say we're back. But we're back. We're back. In a different space. Yeah, welcome back to The Daily Traders. This is episode number 17. 18. Oh my god, it's 18. Wow, we're yeah. flying. Okay. <laughs> Media's shaking his head in the back. I, I'm what? your host, Mark, and this is my co-host, Jack. What's up, everyone? Okay, welcome. Well, what's up with the orange walls? <laughs> I don't know. What's up with the windows that are higher up? We are live from Jack's office. We are? Yeah. Jack's new office. Personal private office. Thank God. Yeah, so we just moved into our new office that we've been talking about, and uh, we're still renovating it, and so there's a very temporary setup you're only going to see this setup this week, more than likely, while we're building out the actual podcast setup. Yeah, now we actually have a dedicated podcast studio. So yeah. not just a setup in front of my monitors like you're seeing now. So we're really excited. It'll make it easier to actually have guests on in person, which is our ultimate goal with this whole podcast thing. But hey, why don't we preface kind of like what we've been going through, um, how we like we had to literally pack up the office in a day, mm-hmm. and then how you and I have kind of switched careers a little bit into interior designers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, um, it, let's just say it's hard to work with contractors and, and realtors, and it's just been a whole nightmare trying to deal with this whole moving office situation and not knowing if we're going to make it in here until the last minute. And... Uh, Luckily, like a lot of this stuff, I don't deal with most of it. My assistant does, Cody, and he's talked about it on past episodes. We ended up getting in this space. We moved. We had one day to get out of our last, our previous office. Yep. Moved out in a day. Thank you to Media for like literally staying up. Yeah, Media and Cody. Yeah, grinded. Cody and I uh, moved out ninety three percent of <laughs> the old office. We, uh, yeah, I was no, I was probably six percent. I think you helped like one percent. Yeah, I think you. Mark, I was like, busy. I was doing stuff. Yeah, Mark we, unplugged the Wi Fi a day, yeah, a day too a soon, day early, <laughs> which kind of screwed us over. Whoops. Yeah. I mean, us moving out, that was just like terrible planning. Like we should have started yeah. packing up that Monday, but instead we were like, I don't know, kind of put it off. And well, then, we were filming content. Yeah, we were. We were busy filming content. We were but working now, on this coaching program. Exactly. Do we want to talk about the name of it? Yeah. We So we finally came up with the name after all of this, uh, oh shoot, we got to create a name talk. Yeah. Let's do that tomorrow. We finally created a name months later. Um, I, I think it's appropriate that you drop the name. Well, Well, let's talk about what it is real quick for those who might not know. Okay. Um, elevator pitch. Elevator pitch. Putting you on the spot. Okay. So what we've noticed is that there's a ginormous gap in terms of what is out there of education. Um, as a trader and being involved in this industry, it is extremely difficult. And there is so much mis- misinformation out there along with correct information. And sorting through it is an absolute nightmare. And who do you even trust, right? And there's just all this free information you can get on YouTube, mediocre information, good information you can find in Uh, training courses, but there's nothing out there that is extremely spectacular like what we are doing. And what we are doing is we are working with the most experienced traders in the world, guys who have been on Wall Street for 45 plus years, guys who are partners that leading proprietary firms. Um, We're bringing these guys together and we're creating this pretty much ultimate community Mm -hmm. of traders and experience where it will all be organized, video format, interpersonal. And it's just, if it is pretty much what our goal is like to take you and make you into a professional trader um cuz this is all this is really all that you need and we are calling it the Rumford group Boom. why amazing why? well so Rumford the Rumford Capital Group 
is my company that owns the Daily Traders. Yeah. Uh, Rumford is this small town in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I think the meaning behind the name is that you can be from nowhere. You can, you know, just come out of the woods, if you will. Come from nothing. Come from nothing. No connections. And you can be successful. And that's the beauty of trading. You don't need connections. You don't need a ton of money to start, right? It's it's anybody can really start trading with a computer, Wi-Fi, and a little bit of capital. You can make working a minimum wage job. Yeah, the barrier to entry is very low. Um, connections are one thing that you don't need, um, but what we're doing now, we're using our community, our following to reach out to these traders, which we already have, these mm-hmm. um veteran traders i guess we could call them right yeah and these Uh, guys are brilliant like just talking to them mm -hmm. i've i mean we are professional traders we trade for a living we make money trading we're obviously you know we've kind of beat that uh the percentage that's against you as a trader or the odds that are against you as a trader and even talking to these guys i'm mind blown yeah it's just the information that they these knowledge that these guys possess is nowhere like, you know, you've been trading for four plus years, obviously, compared to these guys who've been trading 40 plus years, 10 times as much as you. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever stumbled across the information? Or maybe you have, but not to this extent. Well, yeah, I think anyone can learn how to trade, but you really have to be dedicated and willing to put in the time, very driven. And mm. the learning curve is exponential for those like who just want to start out with no mentor or classes or anything you can't anyone can learn okay but what we're doing now what we're currently doing is within the mentorship group i'm actually teaching you know students my strategy how i'm profitable as a trader in the market you know showing and demonstrating that i am on a weekly bi-weekly basis right because i swing trade um but we're putting all these traders into this collective together as a whole making sure that every single gap is filled and we're expediting that learning curve exponentially. Exactly, and that's too important. So, hey, I mean, I think that was enough. Uh, Obviously, you guys are going to be hearing more and more about this as uh, we get further along with it. Hopefully, we'll see it January 1st, and that'll be exclusive to the mentorship group. And then hopefully uh, someday it'll be our main offer. But for now, right now, uh, if you want early access to this, uh, go check us out. I'll put the link in the description. But anyways, hey, let's uh let's talk about our interior design yeah. venture because we moved in this office and we're actually going to Montauk. We rented a pretty cool pad down in Montauk yeah, uh, we just did. for some fun to relax. It's been, you know, we've been busy. <clears throat> maybe we're meeting some guys down there in Wall Street. Hopefully we'll visit the New York Stock Exchange, maybe do some interviews yeah. down there. Um but so so pretty much we're like, okay, we want to go to Montauk, come back, and we want the office to be ready. We want it to be on go mode, shooting mm-hmm. content, comfortable, conference room, break room. Everyone's office is looking nice. And um, interior, so we're going to, all right, we'll hire an interior designer. We're normally professional with getting stuff done like this. But they're all, you know, the earliest we could get one was a week out. Mm-hmm. To just to come in and look at it, yeah. right? And do their measurements and do their drawings, whatnot. So we took it into our own hands, and we go to the local big box furniture store yep. store and just went ham <laughs> we went ham yeah. and i think i mean everyone if you go to the youtube channel we post the video every week there will be like a full office reveal tour video coming and i think yeah. the furniture's not here yet but no, i think we, it's gonna we look should great. have made a vlog why didn't i get to go and vlog jack like laying in <laughs> that would have been <laughs> like, that actually would have been funny we because what this. happened was cody and i later on 
went to a furniture store to get me a futon, which is now in my office. <laughs> yes, yeah, it is. And, and all we could imagine walking in there was, oh my God, Mark and Jack was just laid around and everything like all day <laughs> long. Was, like, well, we, that is a missed opportunity, honestly. That yeah, was like yeah, a really, that, that would have been a good vlog. And we, then to watch you guys spend like four or five K on furniture. Oh so, yeah, no, we, we spent more than we, that. Yeah, we spent a little more <laughs> Well, than we that. ended up ordering honestly more than half of everything online. Yeah, because what happens, we go in the furniture store and it's all like, homey stuff kind of a homey and like all store. like there was a definitely a good amount of stuff that we wanted but it was all a month out we needed like you know this week um so online shopping we came back here and then we just went full um how would you put it shop online shopping mode <laughs> yeah <laughs> doing what i do best spending money yeah. so this office is um it's like three thousand square feet it, it was a lot to furnish it yeah. is gonna be a lot to you know move everything in set it up now you have your own office our media producer has his own office. About goddamn time. <laughs> yep. And um, my assistant, executive assistant, has his own office. I have my own office. We have a dedicated podcast studio. We have a conference room. We have a break room. We have, like, a kitchen. And then we have, like, a secretary, like, in the front, a separate room where you come in. And um, it's, like, yeah. legit. It's a legit yeah, office. This, this office is totally a step up from where we last were. And we've been making these meta metaphorical references to this is season two mm -hmm. of the company because it's really like, well, you know, it's season one yeah. was you starting this thing in your mom's basement and then mm -hmm. growing in LA. It's been a long and, season and two. Then, yeah. But now, I mean season one. It's been but a long now it's like season one. two. We got the whole team. Everyone's extremely committed to this. Mm -hmm. um, the Rumford group uh, is kind of like the next step in the company. <clears throat> and we have our new office, which is awesome. It's yeah. It just feels good to be here. And it's like one really funny thing is a a senator's office. So it's right like a, like a, a wealth management fund is across from us, mm -hmm. a, and then a senator's office is on the other side. <laughs> So you know, we got a bunch of 20 year olds next to us. Yeah. And then a bunch of 20 year olds. Crazy. Yeah. We yeah. need to be on our best behavior. Yes, we do. I know. But I find that's an issue a lot with our age. Like age, age discrimination is totally a real thing in this industry. Yeah, I, it is. People aren't really apt to take us seriously. They see a bunch of 20 year olds, 18 year olds, right? Mm -hmm. They're like, these guys aren't, you know, my kids are 18 and they're in college and I need to pay for their groceries. Like how are these kids renting yeah. a office in one of the biggest office buildings in my city mm -hmm. making ends meet like so i've had some good interactions so far actually with people here like because they're very curious like whether they saw the ping pong table or whatever yeah. they're like wow like, <laughs> these guys must be cool no That's and i, I, I talked to somebody and I'm like oh yeah like i i edit full-time like i'm doing the we're doing we do educational stock market videos she's like wow like yeah like your generation's like really good at that stuff mm -hmm. and i'm like yeah you're right like we actually are yeah it's no. crazy Mm -hmm. I felt like I should mention that. Yeah, the younger generation, no one's reading books. You know, everything's transitioning to online videos, education. Maybe schools one day will all be online. You yeah. know, who knows? That's and so we're at the forefront kind of of this space in the trading industry, at least, with educating people. Yeah. Anyways, I'm extremely excited. Hey, I wanted to, I think we, we've kind of been talking about what's going on in our lives for a little bit. But our media, I believe you put this in, inflation leaves 60% of Americans living paycheck to paycheck. What? That's insane. Yeah. 60% of Americans living paycheck to paycheck. I wow. I mean, I've never lived paycheck to paycheck because I went from my mom's to college to making money trading, living in this office. But um, have you ever lived paycheck to paycheck? Um, Not really. No, I wouldn't say I have. It's, I mean, I did, you know, 
smaller stuff when I was younger. Yeah, but you were living at your mom's. and Yeah, I never have. I feel like this may be, you know, a little controversial of opinion, but I leave living paycheck to paycheck, it do, obviously it does have to, you know, if you're making $30,000 a year, it will definitely be difficult to live a comfortable life. Mm-hmm. But it also plays a lot into your own personal money management, financial management skills and budgeting, yeah. watching your spending. And it, and then it, the article even goes even further, and then it says um, even high-income earners are feeling the strain. The report found um, that 45% of those making over six figures are living to paycheck to paycheck. That's And crazy. last year was 38%. Now, if you're making over six figures, you know, that's roughly $1,900 a week. Um, you have poor money management skills. I'm sorry. Like yeah. that, like if you're making $100,000 a year and you're living paycheck to paycheck, mm-hmm. that is honestly your fault. I think a lot of people need to, because in order to move forward in life, right, you need to be able to save money and invest in some certain way, whether it's a business, um, securities, some type of passive income, Roth IRA, um, 401ks. You need to be saving the money. And if you're living paycheck to paycheck, saving $0, not only is that stressful, but now you're not able to actually improve your life. Right yeah. down the road. I think the problem is people are over leveraging themselves on themselves on loans and car payments and house payments. And we were talking about this. Like if you yeah. want to get a car loan, like you were saying, um, yeah, I won't let a car loan exceed what I make in one day for a month so, on a on a uh, business day. So whatever I make in on average every five days a week, I won't spend more than that once a month on a car payment. Do you have any like personal finance? Like and the same thing with rent. I won't. My rent won't be over. Um, a quarter of my month's salary. Do yeah, have- I think that's, I don't know if there's like certain, there's definitely like rules that you could follow with exact percentages. Totally. Like save 30%, blah, blah, blah. I've heard a lot of that. Um, I never followed any, I never budgeted. Yeah. You know, and I kind of, I had those incremental leaps of, you know, not wealth, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, income, making money. And well, I remember when it was a struggle, it was like, oh my God, gas, $50, that's a lot. Eating out, that's a lot. And that was one thing. But getting into the real world, when I moved to LA, I was kind of just spending whatever money I wanted. And and I've always, like, I told myself, like, I wanted the luxury to do that. And I'd just work harder to make sure I could. Yeah, I think it just more plays into, like, knowing yourself as a person. If you realize, oh, I'm overextending myself. Mm Mm-hmm. Fix that. And there's plenty of ways to do that. I, you know, I have my own personal spreadsheet where I put down how much I make on average and then how much I'm spending and like how, how much I need to save a month in order to reach my certain goals. So I guess it all Okay. So you that. are budgeting. That's good. That's yeah, good. I think it, everyone should. Well, as I say, I, I, <laughs> everyone should, unless you're making like a lot where you don't really have to care about it. Totally. Well, I heard Mark Cuban saying, um, he said the worst thing to do when you're starting a business is to take out a loan. Yeah. And really? because, well, think about it. Most businesses uh, fail. fail. Most businesses fail. The one thing that's guaranteed is you're going to have to pay back the loan. Mm-hmm. Just if you think that you need a loan to start a business, you're wrong. Okay. Give away equity. You you could give away equity, but it's more than that. It's like most businesses you could start without much capital. Mm-hmm. And you can start from the ground up and you could incrementally increase you know, hiring people, like you'll get there. Like I've, you know, so we've started hiring more people, but it's a step-by-step process. You don't want to overextend yourself in the beginning. That's a huge risk to take when you're already doing something that's extremely risky. And so you're just going to end up, 
you know, driving yourself into the ground, ending up having a huge loan and no way to pay for it, which I agree. I don't think it's a good idea to take out a loan yeah. to start a business. I really don't. When I thought about it, because it does make sense. It's like there is just such a and I love taking risks like that's part of life. That's, you know, I'm all about that. But I think generally for the majority of the population, it's not a smart financial decision because I know I started this company fully self-funded. I'm still self-funding everything by myself. So I'm just saying it's possible to do it by yourself. Yeah, obviously it also depends on the nature of the business. For example, real estate, which is a hard asset. You have some type of of collateral in the form of equity and a down payment. Yeah, if you start Um, a real estate company, I'm talking about smaller like companies. Like you want to open up like, I don't know, a, a store or like a bakery or something like that. Yeah, it's definitely tricky. Um, we never really talk much about the actual operations of business management that you kind of, because obviously we talk a lot about stocks, finance, mm-hmm. investments, but sure, um, not really other types of businesses. Are you interested in any types of other businesses that you want to, because right now, it's, I mean, for you, it's like full force on this training group, yeah. what we're doing. Yeah, I, I, right now I don't have any time. But mm-hmm. something, you know, in the future, I definitely will have other companies. That's like no doubt in my mind. Yeah. I think people spread themselves too thin in the sense like I've seen a bunch of influencers start, uh, you know, merch line, drink company, yeah, the various different things. And it's like I think you should just find one thing and focus all your attention on it, really get it dialed in, and then then you can find something else. Yeah. And no one should rely on one source of income. You want to have multiple sources of income. But mm-hmm. you need to have a main source of income that can generate enough to support your other ventures as you go out. But I think everyone tries to go in too fast and start too many different things that you just can't focus all your attention on one thing. And so you're going to end up doing five things really or two, three things really instead of creating this monster that you could have if you were just had focused on that one thing. Totally. You know, I was um, I was actually thinking about this the other day and kind of like why I decided to drop out of college and work with the daily traders and take on trading full time. And I was thinking, if you would never forgive yourself for letting up an opportunity, then you should take it. Like think of yourself two years later, if you would still be shooting yourself in the foot for not taking that opportunity as an mm-hmm. investment, then in like what it could have been, mm-hmm. then you have to take it. Yeah. I was, I don't know, that was kind of like, I'm sure someone has said that before, but that was, uh, I made it up in my own mind before. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of like a way to reason, like how to make uh, big decisions. And I think it's definitely hard because everyone's going to get opportunities and opportunities are constantly flowing my way for different things. And, you know, there's like the smaller things, like people reaching out, like, oh, I have this, like Instagram DMs or emails, like, oh, I could help you with this or, you know, check this out. And it's like, you kind of have to block that out. You have to sort through what's worth spending your time on. But it takes a lot of discipline to not go for certain opportunities. Yeah. You have to really have faith and trust in what you're working on. Um, Otherwise, you're just going to get drawn astray and you're going to get distracted. And, you know, you're going to essentially you're not going to get to where you want to be with whatever you're focused on. Totally. Like, there's definitely opportunities I could go after right now, but I know my attention's going to be taken away, and this is where I want my attention. But eventually, like, I want to start a hedge fund, you know, and manage other people's money, and that's down the road. And I know building blocks up to that is where I'm going, essentially. Thousand percent. Hey, um, do we want to take a quick break? Mm-hmm. Sure. All right, yeah. sweet. Ooh. All right, we want to thank today's sponsor of this episode. Yes, we do. TheDailyTraders.com is the sponsor of today's episode. 
Huge. If you want to learn how to trade and invest in the stock market, click the first link in the description. We'll put a discount code, uh, podcast99 to get 100% off. Makes yeah. sense. Right? 100% off? Oh, f- no, just I take that back <laughs> to get a hundred dollars off. That'd be a killer deal, man. And you'll be able to that. see when I enter and exit trades live in the stock market. That's sick. Pretty awesome, right? That's right, great. Back to the show. Uh, we were talking about how the company is growing and it's it is expanding. Obviously, we have the new office. We have a new guy too. Yeah, social media manager. Else. Oh, yes, a good friend of mine actually. Yep. Pretty cool to bring friends on board. Yeah, we brought on a social media manager uh, who also is like a second assistant to me as well yeah pretty cool we're able to outsource a lot of our work and you and i are able to focus on the more important stuff per se um for example furniture shopping yeah <laughs> that's no not, it's not that, that there's that, definitely nothing that's more yeah. important it's just trying to yeah everything's important everything every, everything's about yeah it's just being able to do more it's like time is money mm-hmm. we were out furniture shopping Cody was in the ceiling, like <laughs> running wires for our Wi-Fi. Yeah, because he, he used to work for Spectrum. Yeah, and um, what was the? I forgot what the other type of Wi-Fi provider is. Like, what is it called? <laughs> there's another. There's another type. Of, it's like the, the, oh, the one they use in this building? fiber. It's like yeah. fiber optics. I don't even know. Oh, but anyways, God. it was like bad. We couldn't use it, so we had to run our own cable. And luckily, our your assistant um used to be a wi-fi cable guy so yeah. he was fully capable and crawling in our ceilings today <laughs> that was awesome which was sweet because yeah. now we have wi-fi and we've only been in here for like a couple days and yeah, then we were I getting our uploads on tiktok yeah, and then you were editing and so mm-hmm. i was like it's crazy it's like, called it's called leverage yeah the l word leverage is really important shout out cody too yeah. <laughs> but anyways yeah. um hey so elon musk Pump faked and is buying Twitter again. Pump faked? You don't know what a pump fake is? That's a sports reference. It's when no. you like... <laughs> don't watch sports. It's uh, it's in basketball when you go and you pretend to shoot the ball. And, I like, like it. the guard, they go to block it. And then oh, they okay. jump over they, and then you shoot it. So he pretty much Twitter. Elon said, oh, I'm going to buy Twitter. And they said, nope, not going to buy Twitter. And now he's like, oh, I'm buying Twitter again. <laughs> okay. So he's, uh, so he's buying... So now he pretty much... Uh, it was released on Bloomberg. They say he's going to buy Twitter again. And then the... Security was actually halted, and I actually pulled up a quote right here because uh, Google could sometimes... They halted it. Was, it. Yeah. So Why? Because it was much, moving so much? Uh, well, Off so I, I, I kind of Googled it because Google definitions can better describe something uh, word for word than I can. So stocks halt, uh, stock halts protect investors by evening the odds, aside from ensuring all investors trade on the same material information. So that kind of plays into the efficient market hypothesis that, um, you know, it makes sure that everyone is see everyone saw this information at the same time mm-hmm. and no one's acting on this information um, prior or unfairly. So it pretty much makes sure everyone's on the even playing field so okay. stock was halted and it shot up 22 percent uh because wow. uh i'm pretty sure he's really playing with twitter at this point i know they're oh my word their company evaluation is i feel his, like oh it's my his word. new dogecoin it really is yeah <laughs> know, right? seriously so he pretty much said he's uh gonna renegotiate or re-enter the deal at 54.2 dollars a share um so obviously if they're trading lower than that uh when you combine the stock and then if the transaction goes through uh, you'll get paid out to some degree as um as an owner of that certain security twitter so stock surged halted uh elon's just playing with twitter crazy <laughs> yeah playing playing hard to get i don't know pump faking sports whatever you want to call it um it's all over the maps but neat yeah interesting well, we're drawing a blank here. Yeah, this episode, <laughs> honestly, guys, like this episode we're, is, we're in transition mode. We have so much going on. It's we're traveling. Stressful. The market, like we haven't even really looked at the market this I week because we didn't have 
Wi-Fi. We, and there weren't power. We came in here Monday morning. And the power was on, and then they shot it off. And our computers were in um, unholy amounts. Can you throw me that right there? Cody went absolutely ham. Yeah. What the? Well, you oh, see. Really <laughs> Why is there this is a solid object? This does not need to be saran wrapped. I don't Everything know. was in like a foot <laughs> thick of saran wrap. Well, yeah, you couldn't even tell what anything was because Cody just bought like a... Well, you see. <laughs> and it's Cody, stressful moving. Cody lost his mind Friday <laughs> he did, night. He okay. did lose his mind. Cody he was there at 4.30 in the morning <laughs> through mm-hmm. like 10 o'clock at night just yep. moving stuff. And so everything in sight got wrapped. Yeah. <laughs> Like, wrap, yeah. <laughs> oh my it word! Just, uh, yep, really, really, really wrapped. So, but we didn't want to miss a week, and and we we're mm-hmm. like, oh my god, okay, we got to film. Like, we don't want to miss a week. We want to be consistent and stay with it. So, we apologize if this episode hasn't been amazing. <laughs> we promise there's, there's many amazing episodes in store. Yeah, with great guests like our last guest, which everyone loved, Sebastian, yeah. your friend. We got a great response from that episode. Go check it out if you have not yet. Yeah, that was I was super excited on that episode. And our goal from now on with the professional studio is, you know, we're actually gonna have a budget to fly out guests, right? Yeah. Guys from Wall Street, guys yep. from down. There's a lot of traders now down in Miami, um, guys out in LA. So, uh, you know, we're really stepping up the podcast game. View this episode as kind of a transition and for what's to come, and. It was. I'm glad we motivated. I'm glad we're not. We're, we haven't missed a week yet. No. Um. So let's keep this going. And it's been how many months? Three. Uh. Three months. Yeah. Three, three months. Three, three um. Months. Yeah. They, what were we ranking on Google? We rank like in under finance podcasts. Yeah. I'm not sure how how Google is ranking this. It must be SEO or something. But uh, I don't know. Um. If you type up trading podcast on Google, I did this uh, incognito, so there's no cookies. Um. We're number like 34. It's pretty good. Which is pretty Dude, great. We've been a podcast for three months. Like our growth as a podcast is um, pretty impressive. Yeah. Without, we don't, we're not on a network or anything. Like we're doing all our no sponsors. Yeah. yeah we've seen podcasts, like training podcasts with 200 episodes getting like 50 views. Maybe not, like, yeah, 100 views. So yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's a hard, hard niche to blow up in because it is. not a lot of people want to take the time. Um, like you guys to actually learn about finance because and yeah. stocks and crypto and whatnot because it's a it's unless you're really dedicated mm-hmm. to the industry it's a hard thing to learn about and some of those trading podcasts like no offense to anyone but they're they're kind of dull and flat but we're trying yeah. to you know have some fun and change the let game. you guys know what it's like as full time day traders coming you you know everyone's coming along this journey as this company grows. It's very exciting. So I hope you guys did enjoy. And uh, with that said, we will see you all next week in Montauk. We're going to have a very special guest on, our good friend, and 45 years in the market. Long-time veteran trader with a lot of experience, a lot of knowledge. Come and share it with you guys. I mean, this gentleman is absolutely brilliant, and the value that you guys are going to get out of this next episode is absolutely mind-boggling. So subscribe, follow us. Like for more, and we'll see you in the next one. Peace. Later. Bye-bye. Thank you.